When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Let's hit on some of these wide receivers, Steve. We don't need to talk too much about the studs. You know, obviously Tyreek Hill might not be himself this week. You know, we, we talked about that a little bit. It's funny, you know, even in one of the toughest matchups against the Jets, like we're still going to have Tyreek in our lineup no matter what, even on one ankle. Like he's like the oh, we're only gonna have wide him, like, receiver. Top five. I'd still rank yeah, him like top he, five probably. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's the only wide receiver that we could do this with. Right? Like yeah. think about it. If Justin Jefferson was coming off like a – like what – this is probably a high ankle sprain. That's what it seems like to me. And yeah. um, it could be a mild one, but still. Like if Justin Jefferson had a high ankle, if Jamar Chase had a high ankle, and they were going up against the Jets, right – I feel like we wouldn't be – I mean, and obviously they had – forget about the, the tumultuous seasons that they had this year, but just think of them as their prime. You're just like – you're not thinking about them the same way because Tyreek Hill is just – you know, you just kind of know that he's going to get it done for you regardless. Well, it's because with Tyreek with a high ankle sprain, he's still running as fast as these guys at full health. <laughs> you know, so that's probably why he doesn't take as big of a dip. Exactly, exactly. Amon Ra, he had a couple down games the last two weeks. Only five catches total over these last two games. Uh, extremely uncharacteristic of him. Um, he'll avoid Patrick Sertain on more than 50% of his routes because Sertain doesn't travel into the slot. But I'd imagine when he's not in the slot, I would imagine Sertain will likely be on him more often than not. Uh, but Denver overall, they've been pretty good against wide receivers. Um, I, I temper expectations a bit. I think he's still a must-start, obviously. Um, and I think he, he he performs a little bit better than he has over the last couple of games. Yeah, you know, I posted about this uh, on Instagram like a couple of weeks ago. Um, as like, uh, if you're a win now team, if you were like dying to make the playoffs, he was somebody I brought up as a potential someone to look to trade. Um, and I got a lot of <laughs> not so great comments about it because people are like, he's matchup proof. And I think to some extent he is, but he has had a murderous row of like strong secondaries he's had to face lately and i think that's why we've seen his numbers down and, and denver's secondary um outside of certain still is pretty good so i still think we could have one more down week for amon Ra. but i think at the end of the day this guy is a stud um I, i'm not looking to bench him in any leagues but i think it would be one of those temper your expectations uh kind yeah. of start for him Right, right. Uh, and Mike Evans, you know, similar thing with him. He had a down week last week. Don't worry about it, though. Just keep starting him. Um, how are you treating Justin Jefferson? He, he doesn't have concerns of any lower leg injury anymore. He obviously left the game early last week with the rib injury. Uh, he was targeted on 38% of the routes that he did run. 
Um, so I'm expecting a large target share here. I just have trust in Kevin O'Connell like, to make sure that Jefferson gets the ball from you know whoever the quarterback is. So I had to throw JJ back in my top 10. But how are you feeling about it? Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. I, I watched some of that game when he was in, and I thought he looked good. Like he looked like the Justin Jefferson pre, pre-injury. Um, could he be hampered a little bit with that for sure? I think they were probably being more cautious, if anything. You know, he just returned. He did – that was a bad hit that he took. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not too worried about it. I've got him uh, – I'm still working through my rankings, but I've got him at like 16. It's, it's more just I don't trust him as some of these other guys as much you know, that we have ahead of him, but he's absolutely, I'm absolutely starting him. If you, if you held on to him for this long or you traded for him, you've got to start him. So the Bengals play single high safeties at, at the ninth highest rate in the NFL. And Justin Jefferson is fifth among all wide receivers in yards per route run against single high. So this is a, overall, this was a pretty good matchup coming in, but this is the type of coverage that Justin Jefferson, you know, seems to feast on. So I'm looking at him to, to have a nice little bounce back week and contribute something for you. Yeah. (laughs) For for your fantasy team this year. Um, Mm -hmm. Debo Samuel has been on an absolute tear over the last three games. Wide receiver eight finish in week 12, wide receiver two finish in week 13. And then he was the overall wide receiver one last week. And I think this might continue this week. The Cardinals play two high safety coverage at the second highest rate in the league. And Debo is number one among all wide receivers over Tyreek Hill in yards per route run against too high. Uh, and, and by the way, Brandon Ayuk is number three behind those two guys. So <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm expecting a good game out of him as well. Uh, but the 49ers have the highest implied total of any team this week. It also helps that the Cardinals are giving up the second most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers this year uh, and, the, and the most over the last four weeks. Uh, so, yeah, like not that you weren't starting Debo after these string of games that he just had, but I think he belongs as a top 10 fantasy wide receiver this week. What's funny about that is he scored half a point last time he played Arizona, but yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. I don't it. care. He, he, uh, he's got what? What did I – I had written this down. He's got 30 t- opportunities the last three games, so I, I, I don't care. He's, he's, he's a stud. He's, he looks back to – two years ago, Debo Samuel to like 2021 Debo. 1000% man. I'm, I'm with you. Um, yeah. I'm not worried about the last game that, that, that he had with them. You know, he wasn't the same player, right? At that point, he mm-hmm. wasn't as healthy. Uh, he was a little bit banged up early on in the year. So I'm, I'm really not, I'm not really, I'm really not worried about it at all. Like he's just on an absolute tear right now. So make sure that he's in your lineup. Um, let's see who else did I have here? Um, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, they, they've struggled to connect in a few tough matchups uh, for Diggs. Denver, right? Shadow situation mm-hmm. there with Sertan, uh, the Jets, Sauce, and DJ, obviously. And then the Chiefs last week with Lejarius Sneed. Uh, we talked about that coming into the week, the temper expectations. And, and this week against Dallas, like, I think things can be better. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm expecting a little bit of a bounce back here. Yeah, I wish we had the brothers going against each other. That would have been so fun. cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, no, and, and he was another guy kind of with the Monra that I pointed out is is he does he did have another like like a Monra a murderous row of bad matchups that he had, and then he had a good matchup against Philly, and he 
he was fine in that game. So right. I do think this this Dallas it's not a it's not an amazing matchup. It's just a middle of the road matchup. It's much better than Denver or the Jets. I think he's completely fine in this one. Bills have an implied total of 26 and a half. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, it should be a good game. Could be a back and forth game. Um, you know, Josh Allen, man, like he has, he plays on with this chip on the shoulder that no other quarterback plays with. And he just wants to win this game, dude, because, you know, he knows that he knows what's on the line here. Uh, and yeah. the Cowboys, they're giving up the second most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last four weeks and the ninth most over the last eight weeks. Um, so I yeah. wouldn't expect any sort of shadow situation here. Um, there's no corner here that I'm, I'm really worried about, including Stefan Gilmore. You got to think too, if you want to go narrative, he knows CD Lamb's like the hottest wide receiver in football right now. He, I could see him want to show him up and say, "Hey, I'm still here." Hundred <laughs> percent, man. Um, we have to mention Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. These guys are must starts this week against mm-hmm. Washington. Uh, I, I, I keep going back and forth between Cup and Puka this week. I have Cup like one spot above Puka as of right now because he has the edge in target share lately, and because of the history, obviously. But I wouldn't be surprised if Puka ends up with more production this week. Yeah, I, I think it's just kind of a coin flip, which one's going to go go off. I think they're both going to have good games. Washington is just putrid versus wide receivers. I expect both of them to do very well in this one. Um, yeah, and I, I think we're going to be saying it, it's pretty much a done deal at this point that Naku is the waiver wire out of the, of the year, right? A thousand percent, dude. He he yeah. ranks fifth in yards per route run against uh, too high safety coverage, and the Commanders play too high at the sixth highest rate uh, in the NFL. They've they're also giving up the sixth most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last four weeks. That's where Puka runs a majority of his routes from. So uh, cross your fingers. Let's hope that Puka punches your ticket to the second round of the fantasy playoffs. That's what we're hoping for here. Yeah, right. this is this is a, a dream come true for if you got any Rams players like uh, the main four, yeah. I should say. Even yeah. Stafford, I have as a as a top eight quarterback this week. I'm starting him over Mahomes this week, dude. I've got him one spot below, but you, I may I may move him up as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I got to ask you now. Now they're on. Now they're on the subject. Um, okay, so St- I'm going Stafford over over Mahomes. Mm-hmm. What about what about Howell? Would you go Howell? Howell. I, I do have Howell over Mahomes. Okay. I okay. mean, he's there better on the year, <laughs> and so and he's every got, week. He's, yeah, he's 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 been better, and he's got a better matchup. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going Howell. How how much? How further? How far down do you have Jordan Love below Mahomes this week? Two spots, but but these are this is what I'm saying. Like I I just been working on the rankings. I'm not finished and they have better matchups and you know love is what 0.4 points per game worse than Mahomes so when I look at that I go well I think I'm gonna move him below love <laughs> as well you know and, and yeah. love Mahomes hasn't had any ceiling this year either right. um so and I'm even looking down at Russell Wilson and I'm like do I might have to he might not make my top 10 uh, it's gonna be close we'll see yeah, I talked about it. I had him outside my top 10 initially to start the week. Yeah. I did move him inside my top 10. But the three guys that I mentioned, especially Howell and Stafford, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really considering them keeping them over Mahomes this week for sure. Uh, I, I think that's fine. I have no problem yeah. with that. 
By the way, guys, my full rankings are over at upperhandfantasy.com. They were fully updated this morning. Uh, I'm going to have a new set on Friday morning, a new set on Saturday morning, and then on Sunday morning as well before the games. Upperhandfantasy.com. Go check that out there. Our sponsor for this episode is Better Vision. It's an app that allows you to keep track of all of your bets in one place. If you have accounts on all of these different sports books, you have to switch between them to see whether you're up or not. You lose track of where you play certain bets, and it gets confusing but not anymore, not with better vision. All of your bets are tracked in one place. And not only that, the best part is better vision will let you know which betting platforms have the best odds for certain bets. All right. So if you like a play, normally you would look through all of your apps one by one to see what which one has the best odds. Uh, and then you end up playing on that app. But why not have a side-by-side comparison all on one screen within one app? And then you just click on the bet that you want to make within better vision and you're good to go. Okay, go check it out. It's completely free. Go to bettervision.us or go to the App Store and search Better Vision. That's better with an O. So B-E-T-T-O-R Vision in the App Store today. Let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins this week. I think I'm a lot higher on him than consensus, just according to like what I see on Fantasy Pros this week. I have him at 16. Um, okay. Not only is this a revenge game, uh, I think this is a low-key, very winnable matchup for him. Uh, where do you have hop? I've got him at 13. <laughs> ah, uh, so there you go. I, nice. Just, last week, was it last week or two weeks ago? I don't remember which I'm thinking. It wasn't a great matchup and he balled out because he's yeah. been amazing the last two weeks. Uh, I have been pretty impressed with Will Levis as of late. And um, I do think I am buying into the narrative. I don't think he is a fan of the Houston Texans. And I think I, especially Hopkins, I think he's the type of player that's like, I, I want to put it on them, especially if he can like yeah. seal their fate. And and because they got two games coming up against the Texans, seal yeah. their fate and knock them out of the playoff contention. Uh, I'm I'm so with you. And that is his character. Like he mm-hmm. is the type of guy to want, want to be part of why, you know, the Texans <laughs> yeah. don't make the playoffs. One thousand you traded me for David Johnson. I, I'm going to yes. make you remember. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and And you look at this matchup, right? So uh, the Texans run the eighth, uh, the eighth most too high coverage in terms of rate of their coverage in the NFL. Uh, and Hopkins, 2.73 yards per route run against two high safeties. That's fourth among all wide receivers. Okay. So this is a pretty good matchup for him. And if you look at the number, if you look at number one wide receivers uh, against the Texans lately, they've, they've pretty much got it done. Uh, you know, for fantasy, Garrett Wilson, nine for 108 last week. Sutton, you know, not a whole lot of catches, but you know, that's not him anyway. Two for two, two for 77 with the touchdown. Um, Calvin really five for 89 and a touchdown. Greg Dortch, six for 76 and a, 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 a no touchdowns. I guess he was the number one because Marquise Brown didn't do anything. Well, I guess Marquise Brown was the number one, I guess. Um, <laughs> Jamar Chase, five for 124 and a touchdown. You know, so, you know, you look at what, like you mentioned, the last two weeks for Hopkins, 12 targets each of the last three weeks, uh, two weeks, I should say, and then three touchdowns in the last four games. So he's getting yeah. it done. He's getting it done. And, and things are looking a lot better for Hopkins, you know, from here on out. You know, what's funny is I, in my rankings, I have like metric bars that, that kind of show you like who's leading and what stat category and stuff. And usually, you know, would you just say 2.74 yards per route run? That looks that's like almost a pegged metric, but because yeah. Tyreek Hill is going insane this year, 
with like over four <laughs> yards per route run, it, it makes right. these look like pedestrian numbers. So I always have to like calibrate <laughs> my head like, no, that's pretty elite route running, like yards per route yeah. run. Yeah, and by the way, that number that I mentioned is only against too high coverage. Okay, yeah, yeah. so Hopkins yep. about yards per round, definitely lower than that, but he excels against this particular coverage that the Texans run at a pretty high rate. So I think I think I'm glad that me and you are on the same page about Hopkins this week. Cool. Uh, when I'm on the same page with you, I feel like sweet. <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right I know. Things are good. Same here. I, I was like, all right, where, where does he have him? All right, let's. Yeah. I just like real quick. Where do you have these elite wide receivers uh, who don't have their starting quarterbacks? <laughs> so Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Garrett Wilson, Devonta Adams. Where do you have these guys right now? Yeah. So I have. Are they? You know, are they all like, outside your top ten? Th- yeah, they are. Um, I I still well actually what did I yeah I've got Chase at fifteen. Jefferson, it's uh, 16. Um, Garrett Wilson, there is supposed to be some bad weather in that game against Miami. I think there's like a 90-some percent chance of rain. So a little bit lower on him than maybe I would be without the weather. So I got him at 21 right now. Um, And then uh, Devontae Adams, I got at 18. Um, I'm trying to – I'm having a hard time with Devontae Adams because I think with no Josh Jacobs, we could see maybe a little bit more passing to him in this one maybe nothing crazy but just maybe a target or two more that he gets that he wouldn't normally get i got him at 18 but i have a feeling he could finish higher than that like i i i I don't know i just have this feeling he could ball out in this one but um but yeah Yeah. that's where i got him ranked yeah i have him at 20 so we're not we're not too far off like some of these matchups i really like like dk metcalf's matchup against philly i think that's part of it yeah, it's like a couple matchups here that I, I like. Um, I do have Garrett Wilson over him. I do have Jamar Chase over him. Um, and then, like, the guy who's, like, right around him is, like, Devontae Smith. I was looking um, right at him. I was, like, <laughs> waiting for you to say that because yeah. he has such an amazing matchup, and he's been really good lately. Um, I, I have know. him one spot ahead of Adams. And um, it's interesting because, you know, uh, with Goddard back, uh, Devontae still got the targets last week. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, expect him to continue to get it done, I think, you know, for the rest of the year. Um, I want to touch on Rashi Rice again this week. I, I have him at wide receiver 21. And I talked about him as the new Rashi Rice last week, but we have an even <laughs> newer Rashi Rice this week because his route participation took an even bigger jump to legit full time. Like it was bumped up two weeks ago. I mentioned there's still a little room for improvement there. And then I guess they listened because they went all the way up to 82% this past Sunday, according to Fantasy Life's utilization report. So we're where we need to be at this point with where with Rashi Rice. Uh, you know, after that jump that he made three weeks ago, he's received a 29% target share from Patrick Mahomes. He's had two top 10 finishes as a result. And I like the matchup. The Patriots have allowed the most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last eight weeks and the seventh most over the last four. Uh, He's been running on the perimeter a lot more lately. And and here's the kicker. The Patriots run single high safety coverage at the seventh highest rate in the league. And Rashi ranks eighth among all qualifying wide receivers in yards per route run against that coverage. So I think he could continue to do his thing this week. Yeah, 29 targets over the last three games. Um, he just keeps incrementally going up in everything you mentioned, and his snap share has in, uh, increased just a little bit, you know, percentage by percentage each week. And then this week it jumped up from 69 to 85%. So that, going along with what you said about the route persis- participation, the fact that he's targeting him, and he's a like a yak guy. Like he can get you stuff 
he doesn't need to be targeted a ton. Like he can make big plays and yards after the catch. Um, kind of has a little bit of that, not, not to even close to the same level, but a little bit of a Debo feel to him, you know, like got a little right. bit of running back in him. So I, <laughs> I'm excited about him like this week and then just moving forward with uh, with Mahomes. It's funny because like I literally today as I was you know writing my notes for this episode, I thought about the same exact thing, dude. Like I, he is like, he's not Debo, but he is their Debo, right? And they're mm-hmm. kind of using him you know, in a similar fashion because they're depending on his, you know, yards after the catch, you know, and that sort of thing. Right. So, um, you know, that's something that I thought of as well. So, uh, you know, he's not the best route runner in the world, right. That, that, no. that we, that we know. Um, but listen, man, I, I think he's somebody that I was not high on coming in to the NFL. Okay. Cause yeah. I did not like how he wrote, you know, his route running was just not good, yeah. but, they found a way to use him, right? Like someone like Andy Reid, someone like Kyle Shanahan, someone like Sean McVay, someone like uh, Kevin O'Connell. Like these are the type of offensive minds that could use a guy like this and figure out how to use him, right? So it's it's worked out for him for sure. Yeah, and you can then, tell they're trying to to force him some easy stuff too, because yes. of, like you said, the 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 yard after yard after the catchability that he does have and i just think that's going to continue to go up and the trust that he has with mahomes continues to grow manufactured touches that's what you want to see uh steve let me ask you a question though who would you Mm -hmm. rather start this week rashi rice or zay flowers i'm gonna go zay this week um i love the matchup for zay flowers some of the stuff we were just talking about with rice you know with andrews out we're seeing a lot more um volume going towards flowers um I do think he is a better wide receiver than Rasheed Rice. Um, it's a great matchup against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is just getting destroyed by wide receivers. He has 19 opportunities over the last two games. So uh, I got him close to my rankings um, that I'm still working through, but I, I like Zay Flowers more this week. 100%. I mean, I, I personally am going Rashi over Zay this week because of, of what he's done over the last three games when that rap participation increased and the target share increased. But you can't go wrong with Rashi Rice this week. He's he's definitely there, like around that low end uh, wide receiver two uh, mark for me. Yeah. I have one favor to ask you guys right now, and that's just to take a second to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast. It's greatly appreciated. If you have a minute to leave a five star review, that helps us out so much as well. So thank you guys. I think Jaden Reed gets an upgrade with Christian Watson banged up, uh, but also now that Davi- Dontavian Wicks is banged up too, I think he has a high ankle sprain, so he'll probably be out this week. The targets will just be more concentrated between him and Romeo Dubs, and then I guess Tucker Craft as well. But you know, this is a good matchup for Reed. The Bucks haven't been good against slot wide receivers this year. That's where he runs a, a far majority of his routes, and then he's getting like a ton of work in the ground game too. Then, like for a wide receiver, like he's getting a lot of work uh, there. So. He's been getting it done. You know, he's had a bunch of top 12 finishes this year, like three top 12 finishes in the last five weeks for Jaden Reed, dude. Like he's, yeah. he's just straight up getting it done right now. Yeah, I actually, I was going to ask you if I'm too high on him. I, I actually have him ahead of uh, Zay Flowers and Rasheed Rice right now. Wow. Um, wow. And part of it I, is I the have, matchup. I have him like one spot below Zay Flowers this week. Okay. I got him one spot ahead of him. Yeah. Uh So essentially, we're pretty much on the same page with we really like him this week. Um, I think, you know, the matchup plays a big part of it. But just the rapport he's had also with uh, with Jordan Love also plays a big part. So 
he's a guy a lot of playoff teams it's probably hard to fit him in your lineup but he's a guy i do think has a really good chance to to have a, a really good game this week so um if you're not hurting in your lineup don't, don't be scared to throw him in I've, I've got him as a wide receiver two this week i just got my uh senior bowl credential uh acceptance in my email today uh nice. so I'm very excited about that so it was really cool to see Jaden Reed there man like you know guys like that guys like him you know Puka Nakua you know a bunch of these guys even Don Timian Wicks was there too um but you know it's just really cool seeing these guys you know before they make it to the NFL um so I'll be I'll be live with that coverage again this week this year guys can't wait in, in fe- awesome. early February yeah let's move on to some wide receiver threes uh OBJ do you have him in your top 36 against Jacksonville this week I think I have him at 36. There you go. <laughs> I do. I have him exactly at 36. Um, more of a flex play for me. I, I, I do love what I'm seeing, and I have to say that the eyeball test looks like he's back. Like, he looks good to me. He looks quick. Um, but he's still been inconsistent. Zay Flowers is still on the roster. This, you know, team still runs a bit. Um, so uh, I like him, but I like him more as, like, if you need a good kind of high upside flex play, uh, not as much. I'm, I don't trust him as much as, you know, some of the the more dependable wide receivers that you can start over him. I have this tier of guys that I don't really know what to do with. Uh, they're my low-end wide receiver threes, uh, like from 30 on kind of, like in that range. Terry McLaurin, Adam Thielen, Jackson Smith, Najigba, who I like this week, by the way. Like he led, he led the Seahawks in target share with Drew Locke last week, and it's a good matchup against Philly out of the slot. He kind of stands out in this group for me in terms of upside. Uh, but then Calvin Ridley, you know, Drake London. Who out of this group do you feel like doesn't belong in this group? Kind of belongs outside, like ahead of this group, or you know, who do you feel the most comfortable with in your lineup? I don't know that anyone belongs outside of it. Uh, I think that the highest upside could be uh, JSN. Based on the matchup, um, Philly worst, basically the most advantageous matchup you can get as a wide receiver. Um, and yeah, I don't love it as much with Drew Locke, but they are playing at home. The one thing I will say is that that game is supposed to have a lot of rain. I'm pretty sure, so that that makes me a little more nervous with him. Um, but I think he's I, he's got that big play potential. He's got the upside. Um, I think the you know the the Adam Thielen. I probably move him towards the back a little bit because yes, he does get targeted a decent amount, but man, it's low quality receptions. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't right. know what the ceiling is for him right now. And and Bryce Young last week, God, was he even he didn't even reach fifty percent completion percentage in that one? So, so I don't know. My odd man out might be Thielen out of those options. <laughs> and it's an odd man out, like get him out of here, like type of yeah, odd man yeah. out. <laughs> it's not even like odd man out, like he doesn't belong in this group of, you know, like not, not so no, great just, wide receivers. Yeah, fantasy wide receivers like with- Drake London and JSN, like they're not going to be here for too much longer. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in terms of their their careers, uh, especially no. Drake London, because the dude is an absolute baller. Like we saw what happened last week. Um, you know, it's just like he had he's he has that in him. You're just not going to see it every week as long as yeah. he's in this particular situation. Yeah, um, and it is a tough matchup for him this week. Carolina has actually been very yes. good against wide receivers. And this is also a, another game that's expecting, I think, like a 90% chance for rain. So weather could be a little bit of a factor in that when you could see more, uh, a little bit more run, which makes me like the uh, Atlanta defense even more so <laughs> this week. But it could be a little sloppy. We'll, we'll see. Just so pay attention to the weather on that one a little bit. 
Okay, that, that's good to know. Um, and I mentioned Calvin really like I really don't like him this week. Uh, the Ravens play two high safeties at the tenth highest rate in the league, and Calvin really against two high. 1.05 yards per route run against single high 2.19 yards per route run so you see the difference there where like against single high that's where calvin really shines and against two high like you don't really want him in your lineup okay so okay that's where that's that's, that's what the ravens have been doing this year for the most part so i i don't love calvin really like i actually have zay jones and calvin really kind of close like you know, in terms of like, who would I rather play? Like, I don't know that I love Calvin really that much more than Zay Jones in my lineup. When Zay Jones is in there, you kind of feel a little spicy. You feel something, you know, you, <laughs> like, you, you feel a little something, you know what I'm saying? Like when you have Zay Jones in there, cause you kind of like, all right, well, you know, he's healthy now. He might do something. <laughs> no, what you're doing is you're going into the matchup with Calvin Ridley already kind of annoyed. You're slightly <laughs> annoyed with him in your starting exactly. lineup. And then when he, it's the start of the second quarter and he doesn't have a target. You're pissed already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Some flyers here. We got uh, Demarcus Robinson against the commanders. He went four for 55 in the touchdown in week 13, three for 36 with a touchdown on 10 targets last week. Uh, he ran as many routes as cup and Puka. Uh, the way that Stafford is playing right now, if you're in a deep league, you need a dart throw. I think this is the type of dart throw that you could throw. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, I agree. I, I think <clears throat> I don't, you know, obviously he's the third third guy on that list. Um, or or, or fourth. End, I, I or, fourth like, or fifth. Yeah, he could be. Yeah. The rookie tight end they got who I, I can't even th- remember his name right now. He looked really good last week. Could he see did. him. Uh, I could see him getting some work in this one. I, but I'm agreeing with what you're saying because this is such an advantageous matchup uh, for for just the Rams in general. And the fact that the we know that the commanders are going to throw it 45 times at least in this yeah. game, they're going to the, they're going to get a lot of plays in in this game. So I think a lot of people have a chance to put up decent fantasy performances. That's a great point, man. Um, I, I mentioned Zay Jones. I think you know flex play, deep flex play if you need one. Um, I keep an eye on Michael Wilson, maybe just as a waiver wire pickup if he's available. He's back, you know, in practice uh, from the shoulder injury that he had before the bye. Hollywood didn't practice, so keep an eye on that. I think um, he did right. return to practice today. Oh, did he? Yeah, I thought when Mar- yeah he's back at practice. Brown is. Um, okay, that's good to know. That was just reported, like which is weird. We're getting the uh, Arizona practice report. Uh, I did not expect that. The, I did not either. There's like I, I think <laughs> West Coast time right now. I don't yeah. remember, but um, but so he did practice. But also, Michael Wilson, twenty-seven points last time he played San Francisco. For what it's worth, uh, yeah. so I kind of like it him as maybe a, a dart throw. Yeah, you, you got to keep in mind we haven't seen a whole lot of him with Kyler Murray, so you never no. know what could be brewing there. Twenty-four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company. 